Welcome to Tanked Up Podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wait till you're finished eating. (laughs) No, it's more of you're like good to go, and then Ben's like, good, welcome to Tanked Up. Like, doesn't even pause between, and then Lucy has something else to say, and then starts eating. I was like, I can't. Like, that's just too many things going on. Like, that is the coldest of cold opens now. Oh dear! All of our exactly. video viewers, all of our yeah. video viewers, will see a, a Lucy with a mouthful of stuff. Yeah, ASMR for the oh, eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we're gonna drink some beers. We're gonna fucking talk about some games. What's going on this week? I'm gonna open mm. a beer because I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm gonna drink a beer that. Uh, Stop it! <laughs> oh, I'm Ben. That's Adam. That's Lucy, by the way. Um, go. I'm going to drink a beer from Good Chemistry Your Brewing. Sound. Uh, we've all had this there beer before, go. Kokomo Weekday, but oh, yeah. it's new and shiny and in a can. And it's a nice can. It's a nice can. It is, but the disappointing thing is uh, Good Chemistry now putting their beers into cans, but for 40 mil cans. Obviously, they uh, have dropped or had issue with the the, the 660ml bottles. Um, They weren't on the shelves for a little while. Uh, It's been a couple of months, if not a little bit longer, since I've seen them in in any box shop. Um, And this week, they were back. They were here. So, Kokomo Weekday, for people who may not have heard us talk about this beer before, is an IPA from Good Chemistry Brewing. It is 4.3%. It's ah oh, right. I've got to, now, now. I have to re-familiarize myself with what they say and where they say it because it's all in a slightly oh, different yeah, place. Like mm. Yeah. So um, this is an IPA drenched in sunshine and saturated with tropical flavor. Pineapple, passion fruit, and mango dominate. But this is all from the hops. Grab a glass and come mambo by the pool. Um, it is ninety-one percent hoppiness, twenty-one percent maltiness, thirty percent bitterness, forty-three percent sweetness. Um, it contains that's just random ingredients. What are the where are the hops and all those sorts of things? They're not on there. <gasps> okay, no, uh, pairings, hops. palm trees, steel drums, yacht rock. That's all right. I'm gonna crack this open. Lucy, what are you drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking a beer from Polly's Brewco, formerly Loca Polly. Uh, nice. It's a Columbus Simcoe India Pale Ale. It's six point three percent. Oh, here we go. Uh, India Pale Ale, Columbus Simcoe, Extra Pale, Flaked Oats, Wheat. Uh, not really any flavour text. 440ml can. And yeah. It's an IPA from them with Columbus and Simcoe. Nice. Is that. It's not a. Um, it's not one of their like named beers where it's got a patterned front and their logo on the front. It's the one that says the words in massive bold across. Yeah. 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 Cool. Adol, what are you drinking? I've got a Pomona Island spear. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm. And that's why I don't like cricket. 
Uh, double drop, I have the pale. A tasty yellow treat. Prickly passion fruit, pine, and tangerine. You'll like it, you want it. Now concentrate on trucking right. Double dry hopped pale with Equinox PBC and Amarillo fermented with London 3. Drink fresh vegan. <laughs> it all in one sentence or? Um, I like to drink vegan. No, it, it says, oh wow, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> Come on, focus. Come on. Come on, camera. <laughs> Whatever. The drink fresh is that bit, and the vegan's that bit. Yeah. The two blurs not, are beside each other, but not sequential. That's In the fair. standard way we read. Yes. So, back to me. Coco My Wheat from Good Chemistry. It smells lovely. This is the smaller version of the um, Coco My Weekend, which is an absolutely massive um, double IPA from these guys. Um, but yeah, we had the we drank a lot of the Coco My Wheat at my wedding last year because um, we got a lot of bottles in from them for that. And I think I probably had... I think that was the last time I had a bottle was <clears throat> was last year after the wedding because I had a couple left over and I think I brought one back to drink on the on the episode. Um, so it's going to be very difficult to to compare, you know, can to, 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 to glass bottle from a year ago. Um, yeah. But it's got a nice smell to it. Those tropical fruits kicking through maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit mango on the nose than anything else mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of sweetness behind it as well hmm so it's pretty um pretty amber in color yes it's not it sort of hazy mulky. you can you can just see my thumb or at least the form of my thumb behind it mm-hmm. uh, so it's not not translucent, but it's pretty opaque, um, and it tastes lovely. You're getting yeah. all of those, getting all of those fruits. I've definitely had the. Sorry, was that the weekday or the weekend? The weekday, yeah, the, the smaller day. one. Yeah, I'm sure. I... I'm sure, I've had both of them. Yeah, yeah, it looks how I remember it. Look. Yeah, oh absolutely. Gosh. And the photography show going on back here. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it tastes how I remember it as well. Um, I don't know what the the difference, if there is much between the, the, the bottle and the can, but it does taste how I remember it. That mm-hmm. pineapple, that mango are coming through quite nicely. There's a, a slight, very, very slight hint of bitterness towards the end that does linger a little, but it is really those those sort of those those tropical fruit notes which do dominate this and it's a nice light beer what was it three point no four point three percent so you know touch over session yeah only just only just but it's it's so i mean it's a very very easy beer i think it's i think it is the mango that kind of that, that sticks out the most to me almost getting kind of subtle hints of of Sort of like soft stone fruits, and I think maybe that's just the mango, you know, combined with the the pineapple, rather than there being something like um, you know, a peach or an apricot or something like that. And this was a fly doing my absolute head in as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's very easy. It is how I remember it, and I'd be more than happy to have this again at my next wedding. <laughs> <laughs> 
That eat. caught me a bit off guard. <laughs> well. Which clearly is never going to happen. So, uh, Lucy, we'll come back to you. Yes, mine is uh, very, very mm. cloudy, opaque, even. It's got a slightly dark orange um, colour to it. Um, head's dissipated, but I can't remember when I poured it, but I think the head was quite small anyway. Yeah. Aroma-wise, it smells like those dank, like, tropical fruit flavours, like, like dank peach. Like peach has mm. been sitting around for a while. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, so it smells it really bit, good. Is it a bit sort of, uh, a bit, you know, has it got that kind of that dank weediness to it? Is it more of a stewy sort of more fruitiness? Stewy, stewy mm. fruity. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's really nice. Yeah, it's not as fruity as you'd think from the aroma. It's got mm. quite a heft of like bitterness to it, a maltiness. Fruit is, uh, let me have another taste. <laughs> I'll just go back in. Mm. Yeah, there's a bit of fruit towards the middle, maybe a little bit on the end, but yeah, getting more bitterness than I would have thought. But yeah. I like bitter beers, so it's very nice. It's quite thin, it's quite light, but that's not a bad thing. It's 6.3%, so I would have thought it'd have a bit more viscosity and heaviness to the uh, yeah. taste but yeah it's really easy drinking and it's not an overwhelming bitterness it's not like oh i'm gonna have to wait a bit before i take another sip it's just that very nice oh this still tastes like a beer it's not an absolute juice bomb but mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not overwhelmingly bitter yeah. but the bitterness definitely shines through more so than the fruit um it's got a pininess to it as well. Mm. Um, yeah, that's probably from like the yeah, it's Columbus and Simcoe. So yeah, it's really nice. Mm. Nice, and it's going down. You know, fast this, is, this is going to get really. Good. I'm just like, let me let me taste again for more tasting notes. No, it's just because I just want to drink it. <laughs> that's the reason. This is really good. It is... just goes down so easy. Nice, nice, good. Uh, Adol, how's the uh, how's the Pomona Island? Um, it's definitely got some a sweet citrus nose with just a bit of pine. So just get a hint of sort of a touch bitter, but it's quite sweet. Again, yeah. some some tropical fruits on that nose as well. Oh, sorry. They're... A moth just flew by and distracted me <laughs> mid quaff. Insects everywhere tonight. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you, you helping it? Right. What are you doing? Uh, sorry, I, I killed a moth. Oh, monster. Well, so our, our, our flatmate, like over six months ago now, and she's not even here anymore, um, had a sheepskin rug oh, I in the this. drawer yes. underneath her. Um, bed and she opened it up and it was desecrated. It was just this cloud of moths, like the end times. <laughs> because she didn't know, she hadn't expected her like room door wasn't closed, so they just immediately like went everywhere. And so even <laughs> months later, well, we, we, I'm just like getting rid right, of them. One of the They're popping up quite oh often. My God. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> 
That's why I don't like cricket. Hmm. <laughs> 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 So yeah, you definitely can tell it was double dry hopped with the difference in taste and um, uh, and smell. I'm getting a lot more of that tangerine um, slash just sweet citrus. Mm. Um, yeah, it's much more closer to the citrus than the um, tropical fruit. I was sort of expecting based on the nose, the tropical fruit would have been more forward, but um, yeah. Um, it's really refreshing. I kind of wish it was a hotter day. Yes, because all the things it's doing is just like making me want to bask. Mm. Um, it's got a it's quite light in the finish in the sense of texture. Don't leave mm. you too wet or too dry. Um, but it's that it, that's where the pininess sort of starts to come through is when everything else uh, dissipates. You're like, oh yeah, there was this... I, I, I don't think it swoops up. I think it just was there steadily, but it was so weak compared that you wouldn't easily notice it. So on subsequent mm. steps, I'm noticing um, you know, some, some resiny pininess uh, that's just carrying all the way through, and it's only until everything else fades that you're like, oh, that's definitely there, and then it sort of fades off. But again, it's not a long finish either. It's, it's a really well-balanced, interesting uh, pale ale. Um, and I like that... It's sort of like, a, it, I guess I'm so used to having IPAs where the bitterness is just a little more forward, and so having this as a double dry up pale ale, it just doesn't have that oomph, but that's where the pininess is taking that same role. It's a well-designed beer because it still has that sort of extra at the end. It's just not what you're used to. Yeah. It's really nice. good. Nice. nice. Good. So. is all around. Hooray. Let's enjoy them and move on to our talking points for this week. I assume we've all come loaded with stuff. It's been a very busy I mean, week in the gaming I, world. I said things. I don't know which things we're going to talk about. That's fine. Lucy. Mm. Coming to you first, mate. Okay. <laughs> I would like to play games, but um, just don't anymore. No, it's uh, it. You're done. You've grown out. Yeah, of them. it's yeah. all over. They're all for babies anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I wish I'd played more up more of, um, but I will hopefully at some point this year is a uh, <laughs> Gears of War Five. Um, oh yeah. I can't, yeah. Really speak to it. I, I can't really speak to much of it because I've only got like three acts. It not three acts. Three, three like chapters in. Mm. I think there's like four acts or something like that. But anyway, yeah, it's just Gears, which is still fantastic. It's like, every time a new Gears comes around, it's just like, oh, I'm not sure if I need more Gears, but when I actually play it, it's like, yeah, I need more Gears. <laughs> just like, there's nothing else that feels like it. Like, no third-person shooters ever come close. So. Mm. Um, we'll be putting more time into that. Um, is it is it shaping up to be... Um, uh, you know, kind of a like a top ten contender for the uh, for the year, or is it just kind of so you know, weird? Who knows? Like, well, yeah, it is. Is it more? Is it more of the same? Really, for gears? It's more, it, so far. I'm very early on, but it is more of the same. But mm. that's still very good. But, yeah. um and something that's very good could, yes, very well crack the top ten this year. So, yeah, um, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, it's beautiful as well. I think it's probably the best looking game I've ever played. But um, 
Nice. Yeah. After probably after Red Dead. Yeah. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Well, I should play um, Red Dead. Mm, don't. It's too long. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't? <laughs> yeah. uh, so hopefully more Gears impressions coming soon. Um, mm. But there's probably not going to be much more I say about it other than yeah, small Gears. Um, I played that Link's Awakening remake. Uh, yeah. Played and finished that. Oh wow. Um, that is on my want list. So I'm yeah, super it's. Your did you play the original Game Boy version? I still own the original Game Boy version. Mm, I, yeah. I found my Game Boy with that cartridge at my parents' place when I was in Canada. In June. Oh yeah, I remember seeing yeah, that yeah. photo from you. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like that, the game is cool. Um. If anyone's ever played a 2D Zelda game, you know what it is. And it's um, maybe... Uh, maybe it's because I've played Link Between... Is it, is it Link Between Worlds? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Earlier this year, where it's like... I wouldn't say I was Zelda'd out, but it's just like maybe it just didn't have the mm. impact that um, it would have ever had. Well, it's also non-standard because the whole... It's like based on a previous... Like halfway through development, it became a link game, um, mm. and it doesn't. I mean, you don't have Ganon, right? Like you're you're collecting instruments, mm. not Triforce parts. Like it's... I mean, I have no affinity for any of those things anyway. So Fair. yeah, but it's just like if you haven't played a Zelda game, it's like yeah, this is you know the puzzles are great, the dungeons are great. Um, it becomes you know at first it's like yeah, it's plodding along, and then it just becomes impenetrable into like oh where do i go now like mm. two-thirds of the way into the game it's like okay i'm just gonna look up a guide because i cannot be bothered um it's fair the seventh dungeon is absolute it's rubbish um but the Which other one is that what, what's, what's the penultimate one there's eight in total um it's okay if you don't it's, it's yeah i don't remember i played it like three days ago and i don't remember um <laughs> That's I how well it stuck with you. Yeah, I just didn't like that dungeon. It was just like, it was too many, okay, here are these uh, bombable walls that are very hard to see, and it's like, oh, here's something where it's like, oh, you've never done this before, but, you know, do it now with this, you know, very strange clue that doesn't... Because it, it's kept, you know, its roots as a Game Boy game down to a fault. I think the text is probably all the same. So all yeah. the clues are still that stupid, you know... Oh, we localize. Try to localize this and make it, you know, kind of. I think the clues weren't yeah. in the OG game. I think they were in the. Well, that's DS even worse. That's remake. even worse. I couldn't even imagine paying that originally then, because it's like, oh, shoot this, you know, thing whilst doing a backflip or something like that, and it's like, <laughs> when have I ever oh, done you this? You want to know what the the one thing I'm looking forward to mm. uh, is the quality of life difference. So the Game Boy had two buttons. Hmm. Yes. Jumping is a skill based on having something equipped. Using your shield needs your shield equipped. Mm -hmm. Lifting things needs to have the thing, the bracer that allows you to lift things this equipped. Is Running, better. sprinting yeah. needs mm -hmm. the boots equipped. Nah, this is much now, better. Yeah, it's uh, like yeah. one button. The fact that the switch has a bunch of buttons and just auto maps these things is like oh, because I remember like mm -hmm. think of how those puzzles would have been when you're like. Absolutely have to pause awful. a puzzle to switch mm. a thing so that you can then hit B again, but B doesn't mean the same thing. 
Yeah. I mean, stuff we put back then uh, it just wouldn't fly now. So, yeah, it's like all those different things are mapped to different buttons. Like, I think I'm just going to call it L1 because I don't know what it's called on the Switch. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, L1 and R1 are just L and R. Yeah. And then it's okay. L and that R. Cool. L2 and R2. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> L1 is a uh, sprint, uh, R1 is shield, I believe. And then you just press A to pick up heavy things um, and yeah the the items like the shovel the arrows, the bombs the, the magic powder cocaine dust that you throw at oh, enemies yeah. Um, the, yeah, those are all mapped to X and Y and you can change those just like mm. in that yeah just like in the game yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's, it's really cute looking like the style that you know should sell a lot of people it's it's got that really nice diorama looking tilt shift cutesy toyetic like art style it runs like ass though in certain really in, fact, in a lot of places yeah like coming in and out of buildings and stuff like that it's it, well, it, you dumb. notice the dip and it's just like this shouldn't be running this badly but mm. it does um but it's it's very noticeable but it's you can get over it i mean is it quite brief um not... yeah but it's like you notice it chugging like mm. you it's noticeable um so i mean that's pretty bad i mean uh, yeah, Nintendo, for, for a flagship game yeah but with something that it's not like twitch gameplay it's like you just slash your sword a few times and it doesn't really matter it's not gonna it's not gonna impact like oh i didn't f defeat this boss because the frame rate was dipping or something like mm. that so it's i wouldn't say it's negligible but um it doesn't affect the overall gameplay in something like this or at least not for me anyway but yeah it was it's nice I, i'm glad i purchased it glad i played it it was so nice to play something you know whilst i'm tired and just on yeah, the switch yeah. just laid in bed just playing something happy you know mm. well, what, um, how long do you think it's like to like, be hmm? it's probably about 12 hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good but yeah it's like i'd say don't ever touch the game boy one if you I mean, if you want to go back, then obviously, yeah, but, like, this is a very faithful recreation of what that is, because it's like, I was looking up guides, and it was like, the Link's Awakening um, DX version, so, mm, and it still applied, everything's exactly the same, so, <laughs> um, yeah, for me, who'd never experienced the original game, it was, it was nice, it was nice seeing what it was, you know, so. mm. and my final game for this week is called Wilmot's Warehouse. Oh. Which is a say organizational puzzle game. So it's basically this minimalistic 2D uh sorting game in effect. So basically you play as Wilmot, this little square man, and he's basically the curator of this warehouse like this amazon style warehouse and it's going through all these years and all these quarters and you know financial quarters and basically at the start of each day walmart has to sort and organize all these different products which are represented by also square tiles mm. and um they have like 
minimalistic abstract um like pictures identifying them so like i don't know a bar of soap or a spool or a oh, umbrella like or something like that boxes. yeah just icons on boxes and the overall aim to the game is to organize these things because in the end um overall at the end of the game you get 200 different items um each each day um you'll get four new items so it starts off with let's say 20 items can't remember the starting amount but every day after that you get four new items into your stock so it's like okay i've got you know all these scissors over here i need to organize them and you know these um baseball bats or whatever and the more these things start coming in um the more you're gonna have to start reshuffling and reorganizing your stock um it's basically just like oh let's let's test you human what what way would you organize all this crap and it's like okay i did it by color let's say and that's how i did it um after so many you know days in at first it was just like yeah just throw anything anywhere it's like i got the space but when you start <laughs> when you start getting so many items and there is no space you have to start you know organizing in a efficient right manner. So you can actually navigate this warehouse, find things quickly, because you know there are these people. Once the shutter opens to the to the store, these people want these different items, and it's like mm. you have to do it in the sh ideally the shortest amount of time as possible. And it's like, okay, right. where did I put the pencils? Where did I put the uh, staplers and stuff like that? Where did I put the elastic bands or whatever? Uh, so you and... can like some might start stocking things by like type together so that yeah. you know, oh, yeah. stationery is in this corner. Whatever works for you, yeah, you could do it by stationery. I did it by colour, I did it by like Roy G. Biv and um, yeah, and there's something that starts off as like very therapeutic, it's like, oh, this is for the OCD in me and it's like, oh yeah, I'm just putting all these these items here and you know, like, yeah, yeah, here's your stock, here's your ten socks, there you go delivering them over it just becomes hectic and frantic and right. <laughs> i was i think i had like an anxiety nightmare over wilmot's warehouse just thinking oh my god i'm gonna i have no space in this warehouse everything's a mess i have no time to organize anything because basically you're on a timer yeah. every day you're on a timer so you get new stock in the lorry comes in you get new stock in and they just push all, a whole load of crap into the warehouse it's like okay you got like three minutes to sort that out before the shutter opens um and then it's just frantic until like the quarter ends and it's like okay you can do you're, you're not timed and you can do a full stock reorder and you got time to nice. organize okay. things yeah so it does have its downtime after the frantic few days of just sorting everything out but yes, those days where it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> I have too much shit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds <laughs> not like what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it, it, it gets a bit stressful because basically I knew how the game ended um, just because I was reading reviews and stuff like that. It, it's, not, it's not anything like, oh, whoa, that plot twist, Bioshock Infinite. But it's, um, it's like... Oh no, I need to help Wilmot. He's such a cheerful, happy guy. He, he lo You can tell he loves doing his job. And every time, like, you know, you don't get the stock, you know, delivered on time, it's just it's just a gut punch. And 
I was worried about Wilmot and his future. I was like, what, <laughs> what if this this inanimate square doesn't get these stock items to the shutter in time? What am I going to do? I'm going to be held responsible. It's all my fault. What am I doing in life? What is the meaning of life? And you know, it's, it it, asks, it becomes the questions. Yes, it becomes stressful. Um, but it's really a lot of fun. It's it, it's a really fun. It's a nice minimalistic puzzle game. It probably took me about eight hours to complete, but I enjoyed okay. all of those eight hours. Even the eight hours I was stressing out. And what's okay. great is that, you know, the quicker you get to the items to the shutter, um, you earn stars, and these stars you can buy upgrades. So you can buy upgrades like like doing a dash or clearing out more space in your warehouse or um, you can get a map of the overall thing, or you can see what items are going to be needed before the, um, well, whilst you're already arranging stock and stuff like that. So mm. that's good. The, the fact that it has, um, you know, a gameplay loop, like I get more stars, I need to upgrade, you know, um, yeah. has all these mm. different mechanics. But, but yeah, it's... I would say it's good fun, but uh, if you're one of those, if you're even more OCD than me in terms of like organizing stuff, then uh, the wrong word. Mm, maybe just take a shot of morphine. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. Uh, check it out. I played it on Switch. I think it's on PC. It is on. Um, yeah, it is on PC. Yeah. In fact, I have a Steam review. Mm, okay. Um. This is a not recommended Steam review that also that I actually am curious about. So they said uh, this game would have been awesome if not for the fact that it makes no difference whether you try hard or do nothing at all. There's no penalty for not delivering. There's no penalty for leaving incoming products where they are, letting them pile up on the roof. You can complete the game without delivering a single product. Is it really too much to ask for a game mode where it matters whether I'm present at the keyboard or not? There's no scorekeeping, so I can't play just to beat my own record either. Uh, this human's broken because uh, this game taps into the part of the psyche where it's like, the, I need the to organize this. <laughs> yeah. yes. it, it, he's right in the fact that it's like, like towards the end of the game where it's like I had no room left and I was freaking out the night before where it was like, I did have this, you know, sense of nihilistic relief where it's like, as if I just didn't order, or deliver these things on time. Once we've got zero stars, but then I couldn't afford the denim shorts for Wilmot. Oh. <laughs> so we put Which make stars. absolutely no game difference. <laughs> but, but the stars are a measure of Yeah. They success. gamify so he's wrong, it, yeah. right? Like like yeah. there is scorekeeping, it's star keeping. Yeah, mm. but he's right in the fact that, it, that there is no penalty. It's not like you get a game over screen if you screen if you don't deliver anything. It will still carry on over to the next day. We get also had the, all the boxes. Or yeah, but it's like how can, you, how can you how can you not care about Wilmot and his future? Because <laughs> he clearly <laughs> likes working at Amazon. <laughs> you know, he probably gets paid less than minimum wage. Oh, and definitely works sixteen hours a day. But you know, he loves no it. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I kind of like you buy a your game own which... uniform. Yeah, a <laughs> game where they don't bother coding in, like <laughs> hard coding things, because if you if you the people who would like this game will just do those things anyway. Mm. Yes. So like it's just sort of skipping the pretense of like, yeah. well, we we could have spent more time coding 
some necessary border in a place, but like the why you would like our game is you you the necessary borders in your brain. So why would I? Buy yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why it works so well. It's it's down to who you are as an individual and like how you like to organize things and how much onus you put on yourself to have a efficient um, you know system and a warehouse that you can actually navigate. So. He he's not wrong, but I don't know. It's like as you say, like that's gaming for you. Like, why do people do the weird things they're doing gaming? Like, in like I don't know, just life sims. Like the Sims. Yeah. Like the whole point of playing that is to not use the systems that they provided you, but to make your own fun out of it. So yeah, that's why sandboxes. Yeah, sandbox. It's why open world and sandbox are often blend together because most of the time people like open worlds so they can just fuck up do do things their own way. Mm -hmm. um i also have a second review what you want to read just because it is the most polite negative review i've ever read okay <laughs> not for me but i'm sure the developer is really nice and almost all the reviews are positive so i don't want to be that guy who writes the one long negative review mm. seems extremely overpriced <laughs> thanks dr cat he is me thinking that he's gonna go into like why he didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. No. No, just. I'll like, be the one I guy who writes. I had the content for a really short. long negative review. Yeah. But I'm just gonna say mm. maybe I wanted to pay less. Cool, but no. <laughs> Helpful. No. No. Uh, yeah. How much is this game? Isn't it uh, like eleven thirty nine on Steam? Yeah, yeah. I've probably paid more than like fifteen ninety nine on. Yeah, you probably Switch. spent seventy five quid. <laughs> yes, um, I think there's a an expert mode. Um, I'd like it if there was like an endless mode. Maybe they'll patch that in at a certain point, but that would be maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe once you've got all the items, have an endless mode. It's like not much more stuff comes in every day and yeah or, or a chilled out zen mode that would be nice mm. Mm. nice yeah, but, yeah but adding, adding something in for you to go back to yeah but it just came out of left wing um um didn't didn't know anything prior to it started getting a bit of buzz about it i think it's published by finji um, um yeah I it's do. good fun oh i've lost the well, sweetheart so Good, good. That that those those last few comments do yeah, lead me on quite well to mm -hmm. the game I've been playing, which I thought you might have touched as well. It's a game all about honking <laughs> and being a fucking asshole. Yeah, um, because it's it's a, it was a game that I was expecting to kind of not blast through, but to um, to play quite quickly, uh, only to then find out once I'd finished it that. Whilst it is a uh, quite a limited sort of map uh, with different areas to go to, once you finish the game, it then gives you a load more stuff that you can kind of do, and it opens up the entire map rather than having to move through each each section. Um, What's it called? Sorry, Ben. It's called <laughs> Untitled Goose Game. Asshole Honker. Um, <laughs> Asshole Honker is a much better name. Uh, it's it's uh, obviously it's all about being a goose. And oh, running great. amok through a little town, um, and it is it is really it is really fun. It's it's ridiculous 
That's what it is. It's absolutely absurd. Um, just the idea that you are some kind of ridiculous goose that just <laughs> wants to cause mayhem and steal people's stuff and get them wet and knock them over and break their shit. Like, I, just all for the all for one purpose, really. By the time you've gone full circle on the game, you realise that everything is only for kind of for one purpose, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Being which, and I, 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 I did. Hmm? So I was just wondering if a deal had started it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like oh. done three or four areas. Uh, I'm on the second area. I'm trying to break a broom. Oh, that one's <laughs> uh, that was. I really like how that one the turns street. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I've had. I'm only like two levels in. Um, maybe because I'm playing this just because I'm tired, but I'm just like. I think I'm enjoying just doing the nonsense rather than figuring it out. It's <laughs> yeah, just like Because I've yeah. already looked up a guide. I'm just like, just tell me how to break the broom. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then I go do it. And it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I enjoy that part of it more. It's, it's such an enjoyable... Um, like, the animation's so well done. And, yeah. like, the pranks you're doing. It's, mm. like... To be honest, like in one of the later levels, you're in some backyards and there's this old guy drinking tea and he's right by a bell and you can ring the yeah. bell and it's giant and it makes him spill his tea. And that's one of the things you have to do. But when I was like trying to figure out the other puzzles, yeah. I would just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to go do the bell yeah. thing again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I, I don't, it is a puzzle game, but it's like, I don't really care about the puzzles. If, like, if I want to work things out in a stealth game, I'll go play Hitman. Um, the new uh, map is out for that. Maybe I should play it I... anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm much enjoying, as you say, the like the aesthetic, the style, the animation, mm. just the absurdity the of it all, oh, the and waddling. the waddling and the. Honking. He gets his wings out. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so well done. It's yeah. like it's like um, ah. the for, for, former game Push Me Pull You. It's like, which was like a human centipede wrestling game. Like the the controls were like, it was fun for like. 10 minutes mm. it was the the sticky human sounds and the aesthetic yeah. and everything like that which kept me going so it's not always about the gameplay with their games it's more like yeah the charm of it and the the great the great like mischievous music as well oh, yeah yeah awesome. absolutely yeah mm. that, that that works really well it builds so well yeah. especially when you're kind of when you're caught and it will just throw in sort of a jarring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... out in the same way of like these pretty seamless orchestral moves signifying something's changed. Mm. So like an ape out when you like smash someone, the symbols you know yeah. go. But mm. like because of the general in that, it's like this different paced jazz soundtracks on every every level. But there's it's so well designed that pretty much whenever you push someone. Those clashes and crap, like you never disrupt the music. You're be, be, being part of it, and I feel like the general soundscaping of this game is the same. Where whatever you're doing, suddenly like it's being like there, the sound is evocative of what's going on on the screen, but it's like never Hitman. interrupting. I'm just gonna compare the goose to Agent Forty Seven. It, it, it's it's a good comparison to make because because uh, you know in Hitman you can just go around being an arsehole. Yeah, and, and they're both absurd as each other, yeah. aren't they? So <laughs> I am. Um, I I I inadvertently found out about the so. 
I know there's an extra stuff list because I bothered to lock the gardener out of his garden because I was being a dick. And then it showed me this new list where I like, which was full of question marks that didn't cross it off. Um, is there more, or is, or is that the? So, because um, like when... I now I have a list of things I don't know what they are. Yeah. So when that you... are just like more things to do. Literally yeah. So called. there are there are more things to do. Um, so when you've when you've done everything on the first set of lists for each area, you 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 basically loop back round to the start. Right. And you start again in the in the lake, and it comes up with a new list of a load of different things to then do in each of those areas. Right. Um, I haven't attempted any of them yet. I, I you know, I've, I've done my playthrough, so I put it down. Yeah. Uh, I because of the level of absurdity and the fun that I'm having with it, I may jump back in. Um, you know, in the in the next week or something, and just to see kind of whether the next few things are more difficult to try and work out than. You know, than the original list, whether it's a you know whether it's a difficulty kind of jump, or whether it is just more being Fuck a dick it. and and yeah. waddling yeah. around and honking at people. That's what um, it is. That's I uh, yeah, I I, yeah. I did notice a couple of weird buggy things. Hmm. Um. So there's like an area of effect of um where the item and the person needs to be needs to be close together. So it took me ages to figure out how to get the guy, the gardener, to put on his sun hat. Yes. Yeah. I stole his hat and I fucked it off right to the lake because I wanted to be a dick. No, but I went so far him. away that it just didn't. Hide I went too quickly grass. away and I just like the, the like conceptual hitbox was missed. And so then he just did all his tasks with no hat. And I was like, mm. I don't. I don't know what to do, and I like was like wandering about. Finally, I was like, I grabbed the hat and was like, I'll just give him his hat back. <laughs> and as soon as I brought it close, suddenly he had the speech bubble of, "Oh, I need a hat." And then I was like, "Okay, now I'll drop this one, and he'll put the other one on." Uh, but it, right. it, it spent like a good five, ten minutes trying to figure out, like, can mm -hmm. I use the rake to push the sun hat? How do I get him to do this? And it was, oh, I was just being too much of a goose. <laughs> so I just grabbed the hat and threw it three meters to the left. He would have done the sun hot immediately, but instead I was like, no, no, put that in the lake where it belongs. You never get this hat back. Yeah, because I first of all took it to the lake and I realized that he was going to run after me. And then I put it in the tall grass mm. where I put his keys. Mm. Because when you put things in the tall grass, he forgets. It. He, he He's just like, where are they? Yeah. He just forgets about it. And... Yeah. Mm. There's, there is a lot of that being able to hide stuff uh, around places which aren't on the yeah. you know, aren't on the path of, of each of the characters um, but yeah I have noticed a couple of little bugs as well um, yeah I think I think that plays into its charm though it's, it's like there's, there's there's not a lot of feedback from like oh am I doing this right am I yeah. doing that right? like sometimes like in other games it would like we spoke about the music it would like give you like a ding or a, yeah. you know a little little feedback, or, yeah. video or audio visual feedback, but this doesn't do that and it's slightly it's got a little bit of jank but I think that the weirdest bug I had was getting, so in the pub level oh there's a pub yeah, yeah, nice. um, you have to you have to solid snake in a box yeah uh, <laughs> but I tripped over the box and I got stuck in it 
but they still took me into the pub but then i couldn't <laughs> get out of the box yeah so I, I was clipping in and out of the box and i but because of that i couldn't pick other things up whatever and i just had to like continuously bash myself against things <laughs> to try and like get out of the box it was like really frustrating because i'm like i'm janking the fuck over here so like so what what does help is so in, in the pub level as well the thing that um that stopped me is there's a there's a part where you have to do something with tomatoes and I haven't the, finished the, that so the, yeah towards the end of it and the way you do that is every time when you complete your list or when you've done four out of the five things on your list a new item will appear and that's kind of the one thing that will allow you to progress Unlock. to the next area yeah. and this one that allows you to progress to the next area um is quite finickety and i'm and i was trying and trying and trying to get it right and i just couldn't seem to get the the the, the distance right of when i needed to do the thing when the when the guy was there and I'm like, there's something wrong with this. I just cannot work it out. So I had a look at um, had a look at a video, and realised that the um, basically the play where I'm trying to get the guy hadn't sort of um, someone moved something, and it should shift something out of the way. And when they moved this thing, the thing never shifted. I'm trying to be a bit ambiguous in what I'm saying, so you don't yeah, quite yeah. pick up. But um, so it's the, the thing never shifted. So I was just hitting this sort of trying to get this guy to do this thing, and there's no way that it could have worked. And so mm. I then had to reset the level. But the nice oh, thing is, when you reset you the level, that. everything that you've done is still crossed off this your list. Oh, oh, so it's literally an unjanking. Yeah. So you could basically <laughs> oh. just jump back to the beginning. Okay. Yes, you may have to then get back into the, the, the pub grounds and do a few things to get mm -hmm. back to that position but you don't have to do everything all over again which i thought oh, was good. was quite good yeah. for that um you know for for an, an issue of that kind um it would have been annoying it, to have yeah. to start again that's good that's smart mm. i love the um the uh just the ui how the like menu buttons are like english yeah, yeah. <laughs> street signs street signs like, yeah it's yeah. very good yeah yeah I, I, i'm sure this game came about because if i'm not mistaken house house are like a uh, are they australian developer and they um, just find like geese hilarious because they're only in the northern hemisphere and they just find <laughs> really them fascinating really? i think that i think that's the story behind. they are from melbourne yeah yeah and because the, apparently there's no geese, geese. south of the oh. equator. Ah, there's I geese in Canada. Did not know aren't, that. Geese, Does... aren't geese on like the national sign? Canada? Are they the national animal? Yeah, no, that's the beaver. <laughs> but, but but the um <laughs> the um. The, well, I've just made it. The geese. <laughs> but there is Canada goose, which is the yeah. one you see in Hyde. But it's the geese you often see in Hyde Park. Right. right. There we go. Untitled <laughs> Goose Game. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was hoping to maybe finish it, but then I kind of was okay with being more of a completionist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I normally push against these things, but actually I. I, I got so at one point you go through a house and a door and then I thought I was locked out but then I found out I could open gates and go back to the beginning because mm -hmm. I had hadn't finished all the things but I was just like oh because in the first unlocked area you can just walk back through the so I was like I'll yeah. just check this out but I'm gonna finish this other thing and I was like ah oh, fuck I'm stuck and it's like oh I can't so then I like did the loop back and made sure I did all the things um, yeah I, I mean I. I like that it makes you do a handful of them, but 
you don't have to do them all, so you can just keep mm, going. Yeah. But I, yeah, um, yeah. like, I, uh, some of them I just didn't, like, it took forever to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... and they're not obvious. Mm. Yeah, and, and that was the whole not... thing for me, yeah. yeah. They're not obvious, and the feedback for some of them, it's just like, not sure if I'm doing this right or what, you know. And maybe it's because, like, I just can't be bothered, and <laughs> maybe if I had more rest, I would be like, I think I was playing last night. Yeah, I, like, uh... I, I think as a puzzle game, that's kind of where it falls down a little bit. Mm. You know, normally you'd be built up in certain ways of understanding how a how a certain level works or what you need to do in those sorts of things. But mm -hmm. there's there's one level where you're you're, you're jumping between two gardens, and a lot of the stuff relates to having to jump between two gardens mm -hmm. uh, which you've never had to have done previously you haven't had to have kind of like switched oh, yeah. items over into different areas and done certain I, things I and, tried to get other characters and i was like i don't know i just don't get what i meant to do how do i get back over how can i move between them easily enough um and that one that one's the one that sort of took me the longest i think uh, mm -hmm. but even even with that i probably have only played for two hours Maybe? That's the kind of I want. Yeah. That's, um, that garden one I didn't like because I once I figured out how to do things, like especially when you were like the dude reading the paper just mm. had eagle eyes. So it's like yeah, you're reading the paper, yeah. you're able to walk by. Nope, you fucked me. And also yeah. the way you've discovered this, you're now undoing the last three moves I've successfully done. Like I felt like that was just not a good loop because yeah. mm. he's. He, if he follows you, he will see the other things. Yeah, five of them yeah. at once, and then his next five minutes of gameplay will be just picking those things up and and mm -hmm. getting them, getting rid of them. It's like, I guess I'm redoing all this thing, and that's just not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, th I think it's very much. I take probably more joy of doing the things and figuring them out. Yeah, yeah so that's why Absolutely. I'm happy to look at. Um, Games right now, who have a very good written guide, because um, written guides are few and far between. It's usually you have to hop on YouTube, and mm, who wants to do that nowadays? Um, but yeah, the the uh, written guide on Games Radar is pretty good. So yeah, yeah I think that might have been the one that I I glanced at as well, um, yeah. which just lists each of the points, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. The one good. that took me the longest was the little boy in the phone booth. Oh, really? So you didn't know how to get him into the phone booth. Yeah, I, I, I figured out. Just... I I was figuring, trying to figure out how to get his damn glasses off. But now, yeah, I'm that's the one that that's like... what took me the longest getting his glasses off. Oh no, off. I figured that one out reasonably well. Also, I think he might be the most maligned character. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like if you think about the things you do, most of it's like I'm fucking with your shit. It's like I'm tripping you, I'm stealing yeah. your glasses, I'm scaring you to I'm scaring you, yeah. Yeah, I'm bankrupting you by making you buy your yeah, own. Yeah, I'm making you buy your own toy. <laughs> yeah. Look at that poor little boy. <laughs> yeah. He does get a lot of shit yeah. from Yeah, so I just I never I never chased him enough such that he seemed like he was going was the in that first direction. Thing I, did. Yeah. I was like, you look like a dweeb trying to honk at you. <laughs> Hey, dweeb! Hong. <laughs> oh, should we have another beer? Yeah, go you on. You can. I am still drinking mine, and I don't have a beer. That's small fair mark. enough, Luce. Mm. So, I may have had one, but I'm too tired to look for one, and in the fridge. So, that's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Um, 
It was Bristol Beer Week last week. Um, so, <gasps> was it? Yes. I did not know oh, that. I didn't see. I don't even know what that there means. Was, there was what a few. Um, there was a few uh, open doors events at breweries and stuff where they'd um, get people to come in. There was a few sort of. Um, uh, I think Wiper and True did a couple of like competitions where you could. Um, enter and the winners got to go in and brew beer for the day with them um, cool. you know, things like that where they, they were just trying to get the sort of like the community involved a little bit more and and sort of widen their reach to, to people and, and allow them to come in the breweries and things um but because of that i thought i'd have two bristol beers this week so i've had the kokomo weekday from good chemistry um and i'm having a from left-handed giant blind shadow which oh, is a, really a cute can. single origin coffee stout <sighs> Oh, I'm super like jealous. Yeah. And a boo. I've enjoyed a lot of um, stouts from Left Handed Giant over the past few months. I know they're, they're mm, so good at, at doing pale ales and things. So, yeah, they've been making some really good stouts. So, I really wanted to try this one. So, it is, uh, it's 4%. It has got Browning Cross and Cascade. Uh, the coffee in it is Kenya Hand, ed Hand Edge. Hand G-A-B. Uh, roasted by James Gormer, and it's got yeast SO4. Neat. Is that free? Ah, oh, that's 440. Sorry. I yeah, it's 440. 30. Yes. I was like, and that's yeah. it. That's all I'm getting. Cool. Uh, Adol, what's your second beer? Uh, it might have, uh, on, in retrospect, it, maybe it should have been my first. Um, but it is Hickey the Rake by Wylam. Oh yeah, eliminate a pale. Mm, nice. Why is my focus not working? Anyway, it's a lovely looking can. Um, as very say, muted in its colours. Yeah, it's a very autumnal um, can. Mm. It's four point two percent. It is. Uh, its hops are Chinook BBC and Mosaic BBC. Um, it has barley and wheat, and that is about it. <laughs> we seem to be getting worse with our um, with the information that's coming out on our on our cans, really, don't we? Uh, it's, I think it's because the new canning techniques give such an artistic license that people are just going for these like full label, like like mm. this. Even though it's muted, it's like got a lot going on. Yeah, but then. You're hiring graphic designers to make a fancy-looking thing. Why wouldn't you want to show off the fancy thing? Yeah, that's fair enough. Pale. Nice. Very, very pale. Oh, yeah. Super clear. Say, uh, yeah, and it's also... Can you say that like, it's like a Pilsner or lager or no, something? It's a limonata pale. Um, it looks so like a lager. Really like pale ale with, I'm, a, I'm guessing, some sort of lemon hints. It's also quite yellow. That's mm. a Very present. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, they definitely put the wrong beer in that can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the lager. He's drinking out of lager glass. No, it's, it, to be honest, it kind of smells like cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> like not in a, not an actually cleaner way, but like I mean, it's so lemony. I know I've skipped yeah. over you, but I just fine. started talking about it. Yeah. Um, it's got a little bit of. It's mostly lemon. A little bit of another sort of hoppy bitterness in the nose. Can't quite tell what the bittering is, but it's just not citrus. Mm. And like my brain was like pine. I'm like, no, that's just because you said pine on the little motherfucker. Like, <laughs> calm down. 
It's more like Sif or Silly Bang or. Holy crap! All those things. I literally you opened my eyes. Um, it is so light. Or... Yeah. Yeah, I definitely should have had this first. Um, I just it's it's much more delicate than the last one, so I might I may say th something by the end of this one when the mm. rest of the other beer is gone. Yeah, that's fair. Super refreshing. Slightly, perhaps. It's um, the mouthfeel is also. I mean, you saw the carbonation. The mouthfeel is mm. also quite quite um, sort of large, even though the taste is quite light, lemony. Um, again, even the bitter, whatever the bit, whatever class of bitter taste that I can't quite tell is is really light, and also doesn't last long. So the finish is like I'm gonna drink this really quickly because there's just nothing left after 20 seconds. Really? Yeah, but not in like a terrible way, but just like, yeah. okay. Time for more. Mm. Um, I will say that, um, yeah, I think the bitterness and the really, again, not fake lemon, but like very lemon-based uh, citrus. And the better it does, I wish I hadn't mentioned cleaners before, because there is this like, it just, it does remind me of lemon-scented cleaners. Mm. And that, like, and it's like fine, like oh, this tastes tastes good, and then my brain's like cleaner, and then I'm like I don't like this, and it's like okay, psychological battle going on, but um, the can't you can't really avoid that with with something that is mm. solely mm. based on lemons, um, but it's super refreshing. Do they put actual lemons mm. in cleaner? In cleaner, or is it lemon scent? Oh no, it's a lemon ester. I'm pretty sure in cleaner. How do they make the lemon scent? We'll find out on next week's science <laughs> segment. <laughs> I'm assuming it's, it's like fake banana. Like there's just a chemical that has. Mm, yeah. I could be wrong. Um, they get children to squeeze lemons into the bottle. Every single bottle. Push so down I, on them. Yeah. <laughs> What I will say is, it's very—it's clearly lemon, but it's not like a lemony <laughs> beer. I guess I can just imagine like a factory full of children, just like you know, like how they make wine with feet, their feet. Oh yeah, <laughs> children just, running over lemons. That's amazing. Um, I'm so, yeah, so, so this, so this, this is clearly lemony, but it's not overtly lemony it's just the uh, only like the strong non like non-standard beer taste is lemon and it's light and it's delicate it's almost like a floral citrus it's not a it's not like here it's not lemon zest by any means right it's just a, mm -hmm. a, yeah anyway how about you ben it seems like um, the opposite end of the spectrum yeah absolutely um you know it's a stout mm. it's 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 really really black it's not sort of you know edging even towards sort of like a brown it is it is just absolute black um a little bit of a slightly brown head to it not a huge amount but the nose and the flavor match up very very well you get the you get the coffee straight away from this and matching glasses mm. Mm. Uh, yes and on on sipping that coffee does coffee comes in straight away a little hint of bitterness to it not it's not massive mm. um but there is a little hint of, of, of bitterness and it's kind of it is sort of what you would expect from um you know from from a, a, a 
a ground coffee bean. It's it's not like instant coffee. This is this is kind of the the flavour and the bitterness that you get from a very well made um, coffee. Um, it, it's kind of obviously it's it's a little bit lighter. Um, it has much more of a a sort of an almost an oily kind of resinous texture to it. It's it's almost mm. it's not quite that syrup um that you would think of as a uh, for a stout um, but yeah. it was only very light wasn't it it's um it's only four percent so it doesn't quite get down to the you know the thin sort of low percentage stouts that we've had before yeah. it does have a little bit of viscosity to it which is really nice um and just mm -hmm. makes it very very easy to just just sip back and uh unlock those kind of those coffee flavors but it is very much a uh, they call it a single origin coffee stout um i assume that means that there's only one type of coffee used in this and that's it um really? i don't know what what they mean by single origin i'm only a guessing sing, single single origin means like all of the beans came from the same lot from the same plant uh coffee. right okay so they brought one big bag of beans yes. and that's all they've used right that's fine um because this is it's kind of the, it's the, the beer, single malt of the coffee world right yeah yeah and so that's all this beer kind of does it mm -hmm. hits you with that coffee which is nice gives you a little bit of bitterness towards the end and that's it it's kind of over within 30 seconds of that and you're reaching for it again to to get something from it um doesn't really have any other kind of notes that there's no sort of chocolatey notes in there at all um but it's very 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 easy um and it's a pretty solid stout to be fair yeah um just just really nice especially on a miserable evening mm -hmm. does it have any like licorice like the way you were describing it sounded have, like licorice like kind of yeah yeah so there may be just a sort of like an underlying uh flavor kind of like running through mm yeah i can kind of i can i can i can see that now you've mentioned it i can definitely see that um that it just sort of sits underneath and kind of almost makes me it's a, it's a little dry so mm. even then saying licorice kind of makes you know my mouth dry up just that little bit more yeah. as well and me sort of think about it just that 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 little bit yeah licorice does seem mm. to be um does seem to be present but kind of just under that that coffee flavor um yeah. just just backing it up maybe so yeah. Mm. On the topic of beers, my new thing, well not a new thing, but at work, like, people who sit around me, like, they don't drink, um, uh, the two I sit around. Yeah. I was just talking about all these different beers, like, how are they saying, oh, I really like coffee, and I was like, had a really nice coffee, Imperial Stat, and they were like, ugh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless them, they just don't know. <laughs> There was another one. Um, I said that I had a mango lassi beer, and it was amazing. And they were like, "Oh yeah, it's like it's incredible. Beer's great." <laughs> but it must sound weird, like if you're not a beer drinker. You had what in your beer? You had Chipotle in your beer. Oh <laughs> my like, god, yeah. <laughs> but that's just people who don't know what Chipotle is, because it's can be put in almost anything. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. on top of a fried egg, but definitely in the scrambled egg, for example. Hmm. Why can't you could put it on top of a Friday? That'd be fine. Yeah, I think it just doesn't. 
I guess yeah, it's a, it's definitely a spice that's best mixed in. I think is probably what my brain is saying, mm. rather than just tossed on top. And like when I you know make my toast, cover my toast in Worcester sauce, and then put my eggs on top. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But that's egg on toast. I was speaking yeah, just with a fried egg. You're adding just, more ingredients than trying to just a fried egg. Yeah, I'm just a fried egg. Yeah. Well, no. Technically, I have a fried egg with a side of fried egg. Um, I definitely went through a period where I just fried a couple eggs almost every day. I used to have like fried egg and just slice of toast for breakfast. Yeah, I don't Mm. buy bread often enough, so I just stopped having the toast Mm. unless I was at a restaurant. You just had a fried egg, like just the egg. Do you have like any chives on it or anything? (laughs) Just the egg. Uh, Usually it's like chives. Yeah. 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 I often would make scrambles so that I could put other things in easily, yeah, more easily. But if I'm just frying an egg, it's yeah. just uh, freshly ground pepper, freshly mm-hmm. ground salt. There was no mm. food in the house yesterday, and I made a pad thai with mm-hmm. just nice. vegetarian, just veggies and egg. Happy days. Nice. I don't know. I, pad thai is one of the things I keep meaning to. It's very simple. You just throw shit in a wok and fry it's done. I mean, that's just stir fries in general. Yeah. <laughs> I think some of that shit has to be a specific type of ingredient to make it qualify right, as yeah. pad thai. Yeah, well, it was my version of pad thai, which didn't have all the ingredients in it. I just like to sound fancy. That's fair enough. Yeah. There's a stir fry eggs in it. Hey. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound fancy. It doesn't, it doesn't. Shall we move on, then, to our final topic of the night? I've talked about geese and eggs. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That led on quite well. Did anyone play uh, that KFC simulator? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have led on even better, wouldn't it? But yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't managed <laughs> no, to play it yet. <laughs> we will, though. <laughs> um, uh, right. I can't remember the things. I've now blanked. And now I'm... How graphic does that game get? <laughs> uh, what was its name? The finger licking. Um, oh, it's uh, it um, sim or something. Colonels, it is, yeah. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger licking good dating simulator. Yeah. And it's free um, on Steam, so everyone yeah. should play that. I, I, it is on the list. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bad name. It's, it's a finger licking. Oh yeah. I'm searching KFC. I will say. <laughs> that's what I was searching. I couldn't find it. Typing in KFC. Like, oh, no, yeah, it's weird that it's called Colonel Sanders with no KFC. Yeah. And I, I will, started I will searching read you... finger licking in Steam. I was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> this is a bad way. This is a bad rabbit hole. Uh, I, I mean, some of the negative reviews are real choice because no one's watched uh, or played it yet. We should probably hold off on that till next week. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, good idea. <laughs> I will just say one of them is a what by username Wario. And it just says, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yep, Wario wins the internet yet, yet again. <laughs> Brilliant. It's, no, Wario has mine. Six I've got a better one. I've got a better one. It's a zinger. Mm. Uh, um, I definitely, definitely don't want the, the search history finger licking in, uh, in any way, though. So Yikes. maybe type in Colonel Sanders if you want to find it. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so I had brought things up. Now, do I remember what they are? Oh, right. Um, I did want to talk about um, 
Frogwares, um, and their pub stand their publisher of the last little while, who is Focus, Focus Interactive. Home Interactive. Mm. Um, so they uh, they put out a tweet, which was a letter. Um, saying, I'll quickly read it, um, this letter is addressed to everyone who's interested in the video game industry and wants to take a look at what's happening behind the curtain. We are Frogwares, we develop Sherlock Holmes games, escape down, but today that is under threat. Some of our games are being removed from Sony's and Microsoft's Stormfront, Stormfronts, they'll learn how to read, Storefronts, and even maybe from Steam. The list includes our big titles, why? Because Focus Home Interactive, the licensee or publisher that was in charge of commercializing these games on these platforms, refuses to transfer the title IDs to us, the creators and IP owners of those titles, even though our publishing and distribution agreement has ended. Because according to their official statement, statement sent to us only last week, Focus put in place a policy in accordance with which they will not transfer any title, the content ID or title ID, belonging to any developer which has removed all of their games from the Focus catalog. A policy that is not in any of our previous or existing contracts with Focus and has never been applied to us in the past. As it stands right now, the only game left is Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment because it has until September 29th. It's possible it'll be taken down at that day or earlier. We also lose all our wish lists on those store pages. As the creators and IP owners of these games, we have no control and no say in this decision uh, of Focus Home has left us voiceless. Um, and I... Usually when we talk about these things, it's like, oh, Atari's lost a Marvel license, so you can't buy uh, Ultimate Alliance for or the Deadpool game for, like, a few years. Yeah. But I mean, this is yeah, like, really fucked up. This is, uh, your contract ended, but because you didn't continue with us, we're keeping your property. Yeah, because isn't... Sherlock Holmes, is that public domain now? I don't know. Like, uh, oh yeah, Sherlock Holmes is public domain at Freddy's. Yeah, so it's like, it's not even like a license, what, like Deadpool, where it's like, okay, we're not going to renew oh, no, the license. So, so this is the dev-pub relationship, right? So Yeah, 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 so I'm saying it's even worse in that way, where it's like, mm. But I, 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 I assume this isn't sort of talking about, like, ownership of a license or ownership of the IP. This is more to do with the, 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 the product yeah. that has been listed. Yeah, so, this is literally yeah, this is the, the like the barcode. That's, of yeah, that's yeah, why exactly. I'm saying it's so yeah. bad. <laughs> it's yeah. not yeah. like even like. So if if yeah, if Frogware, Frogwares Frogworks and no, Frogwares, if they still have the final build of these games, I I assume them. they can get them relisted. But do they then have to go through all of the processes of certification because it's a new product and all of those sorts of things? Because the ID hasn't been as they say the id hasn't been transferred over from from focus home um yeah it's it's a very odd situation you know you can i can understand it when you know a publisher owns an ip and they've had a developer make it and the developer doesn't take an ip kind of with them if they were to go somewhere else and those sorts of things mm -hmm. but this is a very odd situation it's not something i've ever come across or I mean, heard of before. i haven't heard of it either I mean, and maybe, maybe I'm just—we've just been naive. But like, mm. again, if you read the the new policy that's fucking them up, right? Is um, Focus has put in place a policy in accordance with which they will not transfer any title, the contact content ID or title ID belonging to any developer which has removed all of their games from the Focus catalog. 
Basically, what we're saying is, if you don't want, we won't give you your shit back if you stop using us as a developer or a publisher. Mm. And that's incredibly like that's that's so dangerous. Mm -hmm. That's gross, though. It's super gross, Um, Mm. like, and it's like totally nonsensical, right? Like, at no point are they denying that. Like that. Well, first of all, that entire like new policy is obviously against the contracts that they have, because these contracts are standardly will say at the end of the contract you revert all rights to blah 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 mm-hmm. to me yeah. and they're like well we just our new policies we just won't give it back mm-hmm. but also we don't have the rights to sell it so we're going to let it expire and like like they said like the wish lists and stuff really matter right even if they like try to come back and like put everything on sale no one who has been tracking these games will find it again because they're going to have to they're going yeah. to have to go to Steam and ask for new entries, right? And that wish list conversion rate is it's been shown to be pretty critical. Yeah. For you know, like especially in indie, indie developers, so And these Sherlock Home games are pretty decent as well, that's which is even more of a shame. So mm. yeah. yeah, and it's I I just jumped onto um just jumped onto Twitter to see if if folks have put out a statement or anything like that. But on, on Twitter, um, if they have, they haven't tweeted about it. I know the uh, the tweet from Frogwares was only is only a few hours old, isn't it? Um, it's only maybe I don't know, you know, lunchtime ish today that that this has kind of sort of come to light. Um, or so, you know, we haven't had some kind of response from. Focus home if if there is going to be one to to sh- you know to show that sort of side of things, um, but it, it's kind of it's it's one of those where you just think well, if it's if it's not to do with ownership of the property, it's it kind of it's one of these weird like grey areas I guess that hasn't ever kind of or at least publicly. Um, to our knowledge, hasn't ever kind of been tested before, and anyone that this has maybe happened to before has just kind of gone, yeah, all right, sure, you're doing this on a product which was, or which is, you know, so many years old or something, so it doesn't really matter anymore, or, you know, it hasn't been this sort of gross almost, I suppose. Um, it just seems that it's just a, it just seems an odd move to make, mm-hmm. really odd move to make. You know, these like, games oh, aren't going to be listed yeah. anymore, so no one's going to make money. That's what I'm off saying. Yeah, it just sounds it's, it's, it sounds very skeevy. It's like oh, if we can't make money off mm. this, then neither can you. Then, like no like, one can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they made the game. Like forget like you know the whole financial thing about it. It's like they made the game. You know, it's like yeah, you're a publisher. Like yeah. You had minimal input. These people sh- shed blood, sweat, and tears over this, you know, this product, and yeah, it, it's just it's weird because yeah, like the whole Telltale thing. You like, you see it, yeah, that company went under, and like Deadpool, like we don't want to renew the license ever. So yeah, I mean th- those like things. Ninja Turtles game, but this is just very strange. Very, very. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like spiteful and clearly, mm. if not fully illegal, very close to illegal. Mm. Um, and the fact that that's their generic policy that they're invoking, right? Like, 
Who are these? Why would anyone sign up? I mean, I, I, I'm really glad that they pushed this out there because I yeah. hope that other developers won't, uh, or other, yeah, other devs just won't go with them. Like, yeah, in I'd the rather cut ties now and deal yeah. with that fucking thing than than be stuck <laughs> with people like this forever, right? Yeah. Like, and it's like Focus Home don't seem like they're very middle tier, like publisher, you know double a titles yeah. that they publish and it's like everyone like yeah they do good work they brought this whole tier that fell out mm. you know five six seven years ago they revived it and brought it back to life and it's yeah like, they, they've been building they really well over the last work. couple of years yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah don't yeah. sign yeah. contracts if you don't know well that's the, the, the conditions the contracts this isn't in the contracts. This is, this is why it's super troubling, right? Mm. They, they, they just thrown this say, amendment in. Yeah. Well, they've just said this is our new policy, but oh, are not yeah. respecting the contracts. Like this is why I think it's probably illegal, right? Because their contract will be breached if the well, unless the unless there's something in the, unless there's it's something in the contract which says yeah. we we at any time are able to change policy or to insert something you know that and i can't imagine that they have just been able to throw this in without understanding the like the legal ramifications of the contracts that they have with everyone that they have contracts with because this this can't obviously just be with frog i imagine this is new policy across the board with everyone that they deal with so suddenly you know they could just like delist i mean they're not going to because the surge 2 has just come out but suddenly the surge could just disappear from every uh thing because they're out of contract with the developer and okay. they're not really going back with them so just they keep the id and that's it it's it's yeah. disappeared and that developer then has to find someone else or to try and distribute it them themselves so it it just seems oh. it's just a, just a very odd move and yeah. having a quick search on on twitter for anything it's just a, you know at the moment it's just reactions more than any kind of um further further evidence or kind of like hard fact um yeah. from any any point of view rather than what frogwares has, has said so yeah. but they they published a plague tale they did yeah yeah i didn't know that yeah, yeah. and we got and we got code from them or we got code for greedful yeah. um we just got code for the surge 2 as right. well which lee is um which lee is playing through um, yeah, so but it's like, it's... I mean, if this is left the way it is, I think I feel like we have to like say we're not dealing with you anymore because the way you treat devs. It, well, I mean, yeah, it was. Obviously, it was. The, yeah. I mean, it was like the initial thought that run through my that ran through my mind. I mean, I've been doing some research for uh, an article all about like responsible gaming uh, and looking at developers who you know don't have crunch who pay yeah. their staff well who don't have history of you know awful uh, managers and all of these sorts of things and you know I, I, there's, there's part of what i've been writing up about my shift away from physical release more to digital because i'm not then you know adding to manufacturing costs and all these sorts of things and this kind of just suddenly makes me think well if if this is the way that you kind of act with developers, this is this is shitty, and yeah. it's not something that I kind of want to contribute towards. 
So it's kind of, but I'm I'm very much like I I don't like to react unless I have a full picture from kind of from all sides. So I think I'll hold off on my pure outrage until we've had something. At yeah, least. like I said, I, like I said, it's it's a, if if we learn it is the way it seems the case, then then it seems mm. like this is the type of thing that you want to push back against. Mm. We'll find out more. Wait until more details are. Yeah release but um yeah it doesn't paint you know them as a publisher in a good light but no. everyone will be like but, oh yeah but that ea you know they're the best the what about it is in, in games is so bad yeah it's fantastic i'm just wondering as well whether it's it's going to be a case of we'll, we'll you know we don't really have a like a working day anymore you know, with you know, on Twitter and with the internet and things. Um, but I'm just wondering, kind of, I didn't know, Focus Home Interactive are a Paris-based um, publisher, and uh, Frogwares are in the Ukraine, mm -hmm. so little bit of a time difference, not much, a case of an hour or two um, between when kind of things go up. But I would imagine that that that, that you know, Focus Home had time to. They, to they probably take this have in. a statement ready, waiting for it, the first developer to like come out with this. They probably got that in a vault, <laughs> some just dust it off. Just it's just some managers just sat there waiting, just trying to <laughs> yeah. find yeah. that like email draft <laughs> that he's got somewhere. It's like, oh, it's somewhere, it's here, it's here. Two keys, twist them at the same time, and open up the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the big table rises the from the floor with all of the drafts <laughs> the, all handwritten. Um, the the uh, apologies and EA's got like a whole like the size of Fort Knox. <laughs> it's a vault full of them. <laughs> yeah, full of apologies. <laughs> Written to each individual consumer, yeah. Yeah. ready to send out. Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, this is this is probably something that we'll return to, isn't it? When when more news mm -hmm. kind of becomes available, if there is some kind of resolution. Or if we're having to tell people to stick away from certain publishers because of bad behaviour. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, something more will be said about this, I would imagine, in the next few weeks by us. Uh, it seems like a good place to finish for the yeah. week. Um, we've all had beers. Lucy, mm -hmm. your choice mm -hmm. this week is pretty pretty easy. Yeah, it was a very good beer. It was what I'd like to call a no-nonsense beer. It was, um, yeah slight bit of fruitiness at the start just nice pack of bitterness mm. at the end yeah it was thin it was light it was easy drinking hoppy ticked all the boxes very yep. good beer uh poly Bruco's columbus simcoe ipa yeah pick it up nice and, and polly's making some Absolutely outstanding beer. Polly, oh, you should have said cracker. Uh, cracking. Cracking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I thought I thought he was going with it, it, but mate, mm, I missed it. Um, don't worry, I laid you up. Yeah, Adam, <laughs> how about you? Well, I had beers. I like beers. Um, Good. I, I do think that the the Willem Wylem 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 yeah. uh, Willem's the Defoe. <laughs> um, uh, the Wylam was interesting and good, and I think I probably did a disservice from having it second. Sure. Um, but actually, the uh, Pomona Island, and that's why I don't like cricket, DDH Pale, was just a really excellent beer. It, it 
what I liked was even though it was double dry hop, had a couple other um, hops going on. It mm -hmm. was had sort of two main flavors that sort of took turns and like rounded each other out in a really good way. And it wasn't mm. crowding it out. It was just like a nice, simple, which I think is what I want from like when I pick a fancier version of a pale versus a fancier version of a worth of an IPA where like an IPA I kind of want those weird layers and these mm -hmm. weird moves because it's more complicated we've got used to IPAs doing weird things but like if I'm re reaching for a pale I want it to definitely not be a pale or an IPA pretending to be a pale yeah I really yeah. like this style of their cans it's like I love that minimalistic style yeah. so I put that on a t-shirt Right, like an, yeah. an icon and just a brick of text. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love posters that are like that. Cause mm. like, it reminds me of is it crack C R forward slash A K. Yeah. Is it their beers yeah. that are sort of like that? Just like really minimalistic. Where are they from? In like Spain or something. Spain, anyway. Um, yeah. but yeah, so so it's definitely that one. Though I really enjoyed the Wyland as well. I... Italy. Hmm. Maybe it's Italy. Gone. Oh, possibly. I would say it really quietly so I wouldn't interrupt what you were saying. Yeah, no, that just made it worse. Because I'm like, what did he say? Does it matter? Oh my god, what am I. <laughs> Crap, I'm screwing everything up and they're going to laugh at me. Oh, please continue. Uh, happen... Sorry. Yeah, it, that's fine. I, I think I it's said my. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a really good beer and like we've said over the past couple of weeks, Pona Island just is like a really solid brewery yeah and i'm glad to see them at least in the bottle shops i go to in bristol seeing them sort of pop up more often it's really nice mm. yeah um how about you ben um it's i think it's quite an easy one for me this week the the blind shadow from last handed giant is it's a nice coffee stout um it's doing mm. one thing it's doing one thing very well I don't think I need any more than I have had of it. Um, I'm still sat here with a, a you know very small amount in my glass. That's kind of I'm I'm happy to sort of sit with and and let it kind of linger and and just enjoy for the next you know five minutes or so. Um, the Kokomo weekday is is a very good beer. It's a very easy beer as well. Um, super light IPA has all of those big. Tropical fruit flavors, a little bit of bitterness. It doesn't kind of, by being as as light as it is at, at four and a half ish percent, doesn't really lose its its boldness. I think. Um, obviously, the 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 Kokomo Weekend is a much bigger beer, mm -hmm. a little bit fuller in its flavor, in its viscosity, in its feel, in its body. Um, but as a as a standalone beer, Kokomo Weekday is just a very easy beer to drink that I think could very easily stand up against um, you know a lot of um, you know the staples that we get from kind of like high profile breweries so you know this could kind of easily sit against um, something like New World IPA um, you know I mean it would blow something like punk out of the water it's doing something right. <laughs> doing something slightly different giving you slightly different flavors but it is it's kind of it feels to me like it's that level of beer like this could very easily go in um you know on a supermarket shelf and yeah. be put out to a ton of people because it's kind of it, it does have those very easy sort of flavors and it's yeah. just it's just just a really nice beer so 
I think, and again, that's why I wanted it to drink at my wedding. So it was a bit confusing when the woman who owns the venue came back to me and said, oh, hey, yeah, that will be, you do realize I could never sell like an 8% IPA in my bit, in my, um, at my bar. And I'm like, uh, yeah, which beer do you think I mean? And she'd gone to them to ask for prices for weekend right. rather than weekday. That was a pleasant conversation that I had to have yeah. to explain uh, that there was two beers <laughs> named very similarly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Wedding from what problems. I recall, you've had a handful of pleasant conversations. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, mm. So there are beers for this week. There are all the games we've been playing and the things that we've been thinking about. I played a game! Yay! Yay! Well, also, like, it had to be the game both of you had already played, so still functionally adding nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you added something. You definitely added something. Um, yeah. I, I'll hold off playing, you know, games about licking your fingers and oh, zingers God. and stuff like that. So, you know. Might have to be right, next week. just a game of life. Ah, <laughs> that's just a Wednesday, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, we played if a people... recent game as well. Not games from 1994. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rehashed games from 1994 as well, mate. Oh, yeah, um, true. Links are yeah. still. Yeah. And Gears yeah, 5 is just like Gears 1, which came out years and years ago. Yeah. Right? So it's, yeah. And Wilmot's Warehouse is not really a game, it's a state of mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Brilliant. Oh, so, Adam, if people want to join you on a Wednesday night for stuff, how do they do so? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the Omniarch things. <laughs> Good. Lucy. Mm. How do they join you? I also don't know, but um <laughs> Juicy Loose Nine on all the things. I've barely been on on tap, so I don't know. Oh yeah, you might as well just delete the Omniarch on And Instagram, like, yeah, just delete me, delete me on both those things. But yes, Xbox, Steam, PlayStation, uh, you can read my uh, review Colonel Sanders' dating sim, which I'm still going to go with the tagline, uh, it's a zinger, so look out for that. <laughs> uh, good. Mm. And you, Ben? Uh, and I'm at Nova underscore 47. Almost everywhere, um, I chucked out a very quick article today all about the release date for The Last of Us 2, which was revealed at PlayStation State of Play and how I'm feeling in about The Last of Us 2. Don't watch it. You don't need to watch it. I'm not going to. I saw like a like react, reaction YouTube thumbnails to on YouTube like, oh, yeah, the, the uh, or, uh, or the, yeah, the... I'm looking forward okay. to finally playing The Last of Us. The first yeah, one? Yeah, have you got PS Plus? we're getting it for free. We're getting it I have PS Plus right now, yeah. Mm. Is it the remaster? Oh yeah, it's got to be the remaster. The remaster, yeah. yeah It'd yeah. be funny if they put out the uh, PlayStation 3 version. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. And, like, they actually After like... cancelling PlayStation 3 games. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they've already done yeah, that. They have. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a banger of a game. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to... To revisiting it, I, I've not did played the remastered version. So, did it get a release date? It did. It is the twenty second ish round mm. of February next year. Oh, God um, damn it! So <laughs> couldn't um, wait till PlayStation Five. 
Well, it, it, it will come out. The remastered version will come out. I don't want to play it on PlayStation 4. It's, like, um, it's too noisy. It is. It's a week, some a week before Final Fantasy VII cancer. Remake as well. Nobody cares about that. Got yeah, me. mate. It's going to be an expensive Very couple of weeks for me. <laughs> yeah. 26th of February. There's too many goddamn games. Get rid of them all. Just cancel them. <laughs> just cancel <laughs> all games. Yeah. yeah. Forget development costs. Good. Forget if it made you, you know, millions of pounds. Oh god, this team's gonna smell of money, isn't it? Get it's just gonna something else. Mm, it's gonna mm. reek of money just like Uncharted 4, isn't it? Absolutely. I could smell I could smell the notes and the dollars. <laughs> so if you'd like to join us on our quest to eliminate all games from society, mm. you can get us all at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter. Tanked mm. Up Cast on Instagram, which has been hugely ignored <laughs> for Sorry, the last just, few weeks. I just remembered the uh <laughs> <laughs> the shitty game I take where it was like um Untitled Goose Game is catered for Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is one of the best Twitter accounts. Now ex CEO Kaz Harai is no longer uh is no longer <laughs> tweeting. Uh, <laughs> shitty gamer takes is one of the better uh is one of the better Twitter accounts. Absolutely. There are some zingers on there, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> also, everyone should go to outoflives.net, um, read all the articles, or pick up, listen to all the other podcasts. Uh, hopefully, on Monday and Tuesday next week, I'm a little bit quiet. So, I'm going to do some streaming. And I still haven't picked up Telling Lies, so I think I'm going to maybe play War Games. Right. Uh, because it does now work on my machine. So. Okay. No, that is. I'm gonna try I'm that first. Yeah, you could tune in, Lucy, while you're at work. Because <laughs> we're not allowed phones out. We're under surveillance, state martial law. And that's all I'll say about that. Nobody knows where I'm working, so <laughs> I can't get well, fired for saying that. Exactly. So it's probably good that we finish right now. <laughs> We've been tanked up. Bye. Ta-da. Mm, got that ASMR at the beginning. <laughs> oh. I don't actually know what the ASMR sounds are. <laughs> 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 www.outoflives.net. <laughs>